Sam Ducker-Jones takes on God and politics in his new poetry collection, Party Legend. Sam, who's also a sculptor, won the Biggs Poetry Prize from Victoria University of Wellington in 2017. He's currently living in Wellington after moving from the Wairarapa, but those long commutes he used to do provided the self-described eavesdropper with rich pickings for his new poetry collection. 12.55 to Masterton. But he was always a smart-ass, didn't. The way he'd treat me in the shop, smart-ass, didn't, didn't. Big dope smoker, didn't, didn't. I saw him drunk once round Shelley Bay. I thought, you judge us, didn't. Like all pot smokers, didn't, didn't. He thought he was superior, didn't. He said, we're totally mortgage-free. I said, good on ya, didn't. He said, we travel every year. I said, good on ya, didn't. But are they classy? Didn't, didn't. She was classy. Didn't. She brought nice bags back from Vegas. Didn't. Look. Didn't. Fashion week. We should go. Didn't. Didn't, didn't. Didn't. And to Italy. Italy. Didn't. Classy. Didn't. The Italians. Didn't, didn't. Or France. Didn't. Didn't, didn't. Didn't, didn't, didn't. No. France is dangerous now and not at our age. Didn't. But we'll go somewhere. Didn't. We'll save some money. Didn't. Christchurch. Didn't. Or something. I was thinking Sydney, but then I thought never. Didn't. Didn't, didn't. Never, never, never. It's all right. To cry at a funeral, didn't. You enjoy it, didn't, didn't. You enjoy it, didn't, didn't, didn't. The day David died, my life became a struggle, didn't, 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 didn't. Clearly, whenever you're on public transport, <laughs> you are listening to conversations. That's what I take from the collection, is that true? Yes. I am a big eavesdropper. I've been an eavesdropper since high school. I've still got some of the notes that I took when I was supposed to be doing maths or Shakespeare. Uh, it's actually just conversations from my fellow students. I'm just recording everything. You find real gold, I think. I encourage people to take out their earbuds on the next time on the bus or the train and get out their pen and just start writing down what they can hear. <laughs> Well, what are some of the conversations? I know you've got the Island Bay Bus yeah. as one of your um, poems. Yeah. There was a, a full bus on the way home from town at rush hour and there was this man in a hiver's vest who was like kind of charmingly a little bit drunk, I think. Not in a, a scary way or intimidating way, just a very friendly way. And he just kept pointing to people and saying, you're a god. You're a god. And then he saw me writing. I was writing down what he was saying. And he was like, oh, you're a god. <laughs> it, was, it was really beautiful. And the rest of the bus was quite quiet, except for like the little kind of like rustles and hubbubs, which I tried really hard to tune into and managed to get a couple, couple of scraps. Well, that's interesting because 
God actually features very heavily throughout the collection. Was this something you were already riffing on when you had that conversation, or, or did it lead you to some of the other work? When I first started on this, uh, this book, I tried really hard to not say I, he, she. I didn't want to say any of those pronouns. And so I started using God as just kind of a, um, a stand-in while I figured out why I didn't want to use any of those pronouns, and it just kind of stuck. One of the reasons that I I arrived at for not wanting to use I is what we were kind of chatting about just before, about how I didn't want people to think that these poems were about me. And you have a lot of fun with it. God is a word for a funeral. God is the same word for a wedding. God is this word for a dying bird who gets married and then dies. I mean, this is a, an extraordinary collection. The embryo repeats. What's your thinking here? What was your starting point for it? Well, that was, and maybe still is, the kind of central sequence of the book. And I, I arrived there because, well, in 2019, I decided I didn't want to be a poet artist anymore. I wanted to be a scientist. And so I enrolled at university and found myself kind of among fossils and phylogenies and was really happy about that. But old habits die hard and I didn't do any homework or um, <laughs> and I wagged the exams. <laughs> but I, I loved it though and I, I ended up, when I was supposed to be doing, you know, studying for labs, I was actually just writing this sequence, The Embryo Repeats. And I borrowed lots of the great words that I heard in lectures and, and tutorials and things and um, tried to kind of riff on those and get some poems out of them. And that's how I came up with that sequence. It's a very intense series, both in the, the content but also in the way that you've written it. So you have forward slashes, essentially, yeah. separating these words, which is what lends this to that kind of style. I find punctuation quite distracting when I'm reading poetry, so I try to use as little as possible. And since I was writing um, poems where sort of the main speaker is God a lot of the time, I sort of fall into kind of a little bit of a sort of chant or incantation kind of rhythm sometimes. And I think the forward slash... It helps to illustrate that on the page, that this is to be chanted almost. Is this angry, Sam? Is this an angry voice? Is this oh. a, a chant or, or, or a rage against the dying of the light, you know, kind of thing? You know, what is there anger here? Is it more th thoughtful? It can feel like an outpouring, Sam. Some of these really do feel like an outpouring. I know they're crafted, but it feels oh. like an outpouring of words and thoughts and onto the page. Definitely an outpouring. I don't th know about anger. I I don't find it useful to ever write in anger. I've tried now and then to write in anger, but it's always bad. The best thing to do is actually just walk around the block a few times. <laughs> um, Alamonde and G by J.S. Bach is beautiful, and I'm just so intrigued by this, when you're, what you say, transposed and arranged. Talk me through the ideas of, um, of this. I'm really happy to talk about this one. Because I'm, I'm really fond of it. I think it's bonkers. 
and um, and in a great way. And, and I think in a great way. I, it gives me a lot of joy just to kind of look down at, at it now. Something that I really like about poetry is just the play aspect. It doesn't always have to make total sense. It can make a bit of sense here and there. I think that if it's if it's got music and movement and maybe some stillness and colour, then do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, just um, make shapes. Make a painting. You don't have to sort of tell a story about your depression. Is this a piece of music you particularly love, yes. though? So um, I love the Buck Cello Suites, and the Allemande in particular is one of my favourites. And one day when I was... Um, I, I felt like writing, but I didn't. I didn't really know where, how to begin. I opened up the um, Buck Shallow Suites. I've got the sheet music at home, and just you know went through the notes um, A B C D E F G. Went through the notes, how they fell on the stave, and um, so bring giant dog, doggy bags. That's B G D B. Advanced gammy franknesses, A, G, F. Where there were longer notes, I'd put like an ellipsis. Where there was like a little appoggiatura, I'd smush the um, the words together. Yeah. And Fast dismissively backwards. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow, you could do this for so many, so many forms of music. I know. Because yeah. I wondered, when I saw Got Eggs, Got Avocado, I was going, where the heck did that come from? <laughs> yeah. Bread could define breakfast. So you were, but you also, this wasn't random. I mean, you are kind of looking at yeah, this themes is, as well, aren't this you? This is from the shape of the music on the page. It's, yeah, drawing directly from that. You going to do more of this? Yes, absolutely. It's such fun. Um, I really had a lot of fun <laughs> making that poem. Yeah. Party Legend, which is the title work. I don't even know where to start because there's so much in here. If, if I was looking for a theme, I don't think I can. It feels like there's many themes and many thoughts. But how, how would you describe it? Party Legend is a, it's a long poem, mm. a really long pantoum, and it's one of the poems that actually doesn't say God and does say I and me quite a lot. I think maybe one of the things that draws me to God is um, all the lying <laughs> around God and how you can kind of just make it up as you go along, say it's God, and everyone kind of has to say, oh, well, okay then, fine, fine, we'll go with that. In Party Legend, I just decided to kind of stay in that territory a little bit and just, um, instead of riffing on God, I'd riff on politics instead, but still just be lying. And poetry's great for lying. You just lie all the time. And <laughs> and so that's what the party legend is. It's just a, um, it's a sort of puff piece, soapbox, political stump speech, personal history. Yeah, well, the Russian connection. See, I, I would suddenly, my heart would have fallen there if you hadn't told me just previously that you do have Russian ancestry. Yes, my great-grandparents on my mother's side. Yeah, so that that long poem is it's got little bits of half truths in it, and it's on my, both my mum and my dad's side, it sort of injected into that poem, but they're not accurate. I kind of made sure to make them accurateish. 
Black British. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that one. Follow-up I wanted to ask you about, because, again, we're talking about this temptation to make sure we don't read too much into a poet and assume that it's them. But your first line here is, I have some questions, Sam. <laughs> so, so, Sam, I have some questions for you about uh, follow-up. I really did enjoy this. I mean, you question all the way through. I think there would be, I know you don't like punctuation, but there are a lot of questions all the way through this. And this is a poem of questions. Yeah, sure. I don't like punctuation that much, but I, I do always have time for a question mark and an exclamation ah, point. Ah, yes, true. Um, there was a book before this one, Lynn, and I, a little part of me wanted to pretend it never existed. Oh, no. No, actually, let's make that a large part of me. No, a I have little, to ask you why. I have to ask uh, you why. Just because... I don't know if it's like this with other people who make things, but when I make things, I kind of... I make the thing, and then I don't really ever want to look at it ever again. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on to the next one, you know? Anyway, so I, but a little part of me still wanted to acknowledge that that had happened, and I'm standing on the shoulders of that in order to make this. So this poem follow-up is just kind of a, um, an interview with myself about all the questions that were raised in that first book. How were they ever resolved? And I don't answer anything in the poem. Have you learned to love? That's the one that I think that gut punched me when I was reading it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't ever write in rage, but I am often mean to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Party Legend by Sam Ducker-Jones is published by Victoria University of Wellington Press.